and welcome to one phrase that fuck the right off, Richard. <laughs> Honestly, you are so jarring. You're gonna give Leah dementia. <laughs> oh, you're my thirteenth reason, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> let's start again. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We're, 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 okay, we'll keep that. it. Fine. Well, welcome to today's episode. And it is... Fuck, I forgot what it was. Give me a minute. Dinner party. Dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute professionalism that is this podcast is unreal. Always. Welcome. Today's episode is a fantasy keepers dinner party it is exactly what you wanted to hear on this lovely sunday because while you're eating your roast dinner thinking hmm i would really like some company well (laughs) we're about to give you our (laughs) list of keepers we would love to have round for roast dinner and by the way of course you put fucking gravy on your gammon people who don't put gravy on their gammon you can just leave thank you i actually second that yeah Mm-hmm. See. How do you feel about gravy and gammon? Good lord, no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it depends how you're eating it. If you've got gammon in a Sunday dinner, of course you're putting gravy on it. But you if you've got put, you wouldn't put gammon. If it's in egg a and pineapple, dinner. then no. Yeah, if you're doing mm. an egg pineapple pea situation, then you don't need Gammon gravy. has no place on a Sunday lunch or Sunday dinner. Disagree. Yes, it does. Get fucked, commoners. Yes, it does. Get fucked, commoners. Okay. <laughs> so how we're gonna do this, I think, is we're going to name, well, we have five guests each of keepers that we would love to invite to our glorious dinner party. And I think we will go around and each name our guest, explain why we would like them to join us, and then we will go so on through our lists and just basically celebrate the people that we love. And yeah, that's the plan. Nice. That's what we're doing. I'm really looking forward to this episode because it um four of four one, two, one, two, three, four, four of my guests are dead. So oh. I went abstract with it. Are you Instagramming? No, I can't remember who I were. <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared. I came I correct. Yes. I've got their death dates written down. That's kind of morbid. <laughs> well, I can't be like I'm inviting this person. They've been dead for 200 years. Mm. So if, so there's a seance at your dinner party. Yeah, but it's like it's 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 chill. It's like am I, it's like fully camp. We're just like, hey hun, do you want to come? And they're like, yeah. And they come through the ghost portal. Love it. Like Danny Phantom, which was one of my favorite cartoons ever when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I think I think we should start off actually with what we are serving oh, oh, <laughs> at I'm our sa- chosen dinner party. I'm saving looks, honey. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe I just had that. That's so horrible. I want to. Rich die. is serving anxiety, depression, and some <laughs> self-loathing. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, I'm saving COVID recovery apparently. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> um, even all of that is still better than gammon and gravy. You need to stop crying about that. You need to let that go. I can't get over that. 
Okay, I think I will start with what we're eating. So if I... What, where host, did this come from? Where did, I thought I'm, we were doing guests. I'm, I'm segwaying <laughs> wait, wait, on. Right, okay, but if you bring in guests, you've got to discuss the food. Yeah. Donuts, donuts, just... and, donuts and chocolate fingers. Okay, donuts and chocolate fingers for Rich. <laughs> the uh, Netto special. <laughs> um, I think you'll find Waitrose has just been... Oh, oh. oh, he's oh, he's fancy. Secret Tory didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> right, my for dinner, I am serving. We're just having dessert, so we're talking like various cakes. But you've got a choice. You've got cream, squirty cream, custard, ice cream. You've got all the choices there. We're talking like a buffet of desserts. We got so we got cake. We got cookie dough. We got what other desserts exist? Did you say profiteroles? profiteroles. Like brownies, chocolate cake, brownies. Pie. But oh my god, lemon sorbet. I would leave that um, off. Creme caramel, oh, creme brulee, creme brulee. Mm. Yeah, just straight Nutella in a bowl. Yeah, honestly, like um, also Biscoff just in a bowl. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's that's my vibe. Just fun times, desserts. Okay. So keepers invited to Fiona's dinner party listen up because this is what you are being served <laughs> okay at my dinner party we're gonna eat my favorite things so it's gonna be chicken liver pate to start with because i fucking love that okay with fucking hell that's the opposite of vegan <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna eat mackies for maine nice i could eat mackies till the cows come home dessert i think will just be a classic brownie yeah nice that's what we're having Rich, um, probably nothing massively complicated. I would say a really nice steak, um, dauphinoise potatoes, and some roasted vegetables. Nice, nothing complicated, nothing complicated, just the waitress special. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then probably for, for um, pudding, um, chocolate fingers. Chocolate, yeah, would be at the end. Um, <laughs> so oh, would it be like a cheese board? There would be cheese involved, absolutely, yeah. Um, oh my god, a raclette. Oh, What's that? Have you ever seen? Um, so people will be having like a dish, like chips, for example, and then someone brings over a big fuck off piece of cheese, but the top is melted, and they literally slice yes. it off. That's a raclette, and it's all, oh. yeah. With some nice, um, very nice French bread or something like something really nice. Um, oh, for catcher. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, and then there would definitely be. I would say something. Then maybe some after dinner mints, coffee, and after dinner mints just was to sweeten, just to sweeten everything up. That's a. To be fair, that's a dinner, isn't it? Yeah, an actual dinner party. We've gone full child mode. I think at this point, should we get on to our guests? Oh, I'd love to. Yes. Oh, I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> considering how Fiona's a dead Rich, come on. <laughs> Rich, hello. Now that we all know what we're eating, would you like to tell us who your first guest is at your dinner my party? My first guest is um, Becky Bugs, Becky Bugsmith. Um, I, because we message a lot. Never met her, 
um, spoken on the phone a few times, and she is so adorable. Um, and we just message about absolute bollocks and everything from bollocks to like, you know, days not being brilliant. You know, those sort, and I have never, I say, we've been chatting now I, since not long after I got on Instagram, because you know, when you know someone so well, but you've never met. So it's like, okay, this could be really weird. We might meet and then just have three hours of awkward silence. But <laughs> yeah, she messaged me on Instagram and said, oh, where did you get that enclosure from? And then it's like, we've been mates ever since. And that was about 18 months ago. That's nice. Mm. That is nice. Mm. Yeah. Instagram allows you to connect with so many people. It does, yeah. There's like no boundaries either. There's like no, and you instantly know if you want to get to know someone just from the first couple of chats, don't you? And it's yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're, it's, that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's my first guest. Mm -hmm. Fiona, your first guest, please. Right. So I want to preface my whole list with saying that I'm not inviting any of my friends. Um, okay. Sorry, hens. I've tried. Um, I've treated this meal like it's a once in a lifetime situation. Um, I have too many friends that I would want to invite because they're great, and so basically I'm slacking them all off. Soz. Mm, I've got too many friends. <laughs> Can you? I have me? too many friends. I just have loads of friends that are knowledgeable. Sorry. Mm. You're my friend. <laughs> I've yeah. misjudged that. I've, yeah, <laughs> I've misjudged that so terribly. You're someone I know. <laughs> I may be your friend, but you're not mine. Okay. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's mean. That's as harsh as I. I feel, I'm joking. You worse. are my friend. What the fuck was coming from um, Leah for some reason? You respect Leah. Um, <laughs> right, fuck off. My first guest. <coughs> so. Christ, <coughs> <coughs> this episode is sponsored by COVID. Right. <laughs> My first guest is alive. Um, and it's it's super basic, really predictable, but there is good reason behind it. So my first guest is Petco off of Dark Den. Mm -hmm. Reason being, this man basically gave me the foundation of everything I know about tarantulas. Uh, sorry, tarantula keeping. I owe the, the start of my hobby to him. And I wanna I want to thank him. Because having gone into YouTube and Instagram, it is fucking hard. It's hard to keep up a schedule of recording. It's hard to edit on time. It's hard to upload on time. It's hard then to listen to annoying pricks on the internet tell you that you do all your care wrong when it's clearly very fine. Um, you know, but it's also hard to have to interact with your um subscribers constantly, you know, even if it's positive, it it still takes your energy. Um, and so I just want to thank him for all the hard work that he does on YouTube, even if I don't follow it so much now. Um, initially, he was a huge part of my journey. Nice. I like yeah. that. Mm. And I'm going to thank him with an abundance of dessert, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Who's yours? I've gone actually pretty much on a similar route that you have and my keeper do you know what I, th I think his name is Dan but I, I could actually be completely wrong but he is called Tarantula Addict on YouTube and the reason he is invited to my dinner party even though we've like never held a conversation but he was one of the first YouTubers I ever found to do with tarantulas and um, he was 
he was that rabbit hole for me. That's when it all started. I watched every single one of his videos. I know he doesn't post as, as often as he does now, but back then, like, what, 2015, I think, was when I was watching his videos. Loved them. And I was hooked, completely hooked. And then it just sort of tumbleweeded into all these other YouTubers and all these other videos. But he is where it started. And I would like to invite him because just like you with Petco, I just want to say thank you. You are the reason that Glorified Pet Rocks exists. Oh. And he's my first invite. I love that. That's lovely. Yeah, but you know what is actually really weird? What? Is that, when I, as I've always said, there were four keepers that I really got into when I first joined the hobby. And I'm actually friends with, like, in person with, like, two of them. Yeah. And then online friends with the other two, which is really weird. Mm. And we've picked someone we don't know. Yeah, but you've picked someone for the mm. same reason. But I guess I'm just better at making friends than you are. So I'm actually genuinely friends maybe. with mine, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because well, when I got into um, you know, your your standards are lower. What? Well, you, well, you and Neil were my first were two of my first people I started watching on YouTube. You know what, Rich? Um, when you first messaged me, I thought, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm persistent and I'm adorable. I'm a, I actually I'm a... was really put off by how nice you were because I was convinced there was an ulterior motive. Because I'm not <laughs> used to. No offense, I'm not used to men particularly speaking to me like an equal genuinely being interested in me without making it weird mm-hmm. and i was like this guy's really nice what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, that's nice thank you and it was it was off putting like but but in the in the, but in such a nice way if i can say that once i met you in real life and i was like oh he's not a weirdo nice well, there's nothing else going on here yeah. he's just a nice person <laughs> that's some of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me Really? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I, Rich. I, oh, sorry. Hello. Sorry. You no, know, I can tell. I feel what I meant to say was actually what I was going to say was I genuinely feel privileged to have become friends with the four to varying degrees of of the people that I sort of started watching on YouTube and Started following on Instagram and started messaging. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I have slagged off your guests, but I'm not actually slagging off Becky. I'm slagging you off. Oh, when yeah. I said that your standards were low, I'm not actually slagging here. Oh, off. I don't even think for a second she'd have thought that. She'd be on the phone. <laughs> she'd have thought that. She'd be, oh my she'd God. Be... Fine. They can fight someone on Instagram. <laughs> Cancel <She'd>... war. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mess with her. Um, my second guest is, well, I've... the thing is, I have to I have to issue an apology because there are so many amazing people that I chat to on Instagram. Um, but I just, and it's just choosing five was so incredibly hard. So I've gone kind of obvious for most of it, simply because it's like, sometimes it's just obvious to be obvious. Mm-hmm. And my, so my second guest is Phil of Phil's Creepy Crawlers, Phil the German. Oh my God, he was on my list. As, uh, sorry, not on my list now, but he was on my list. Had to, had to, yeah. Because I'm thinking it's an eight person dinner party. So you, us three are already there. Yeah. So we've got five guests. Yeah, see, before I, the thing is, I invited a friend then I thought oh a Phil then I thought this that and the other yeah, it's actually it's one too of hard. The... it's too hard to yeah it's so difficult just to go right these five are my friends um <laughs> it's difficult just to narrow it down to five but I just think Phil would be a I can practice German with him yeah um he's mm-hmm. just the most delightful chap 
is. In, he's into all his bugs and shit, and he knows what he's doing. Interesting conversation, and he, I just think he'd be an amazing good dinner party guest. Yeah, he, he's so... Yeah, he's recently yeah. seems to be going like more down like a scientific route. Which I think is probably because he's German. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, it's because he's been chatting to De Spinner and Hannes has infected him with just in science. Well, a lot of the most famous arachnologists were, were are German. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. It is interesting. Analytical minds. Nice to go to school, they go for analytical mind. My second guess is an absolute fucking belter, right? Probably my favourite arachnologist ever. This is going to divide people um, on favourite arachnologists. Controversial topic, am I right? <laughs> You've gone straight for the heart around you there. It's like, it's Everyone like can relate. So, unfortunately, this um, guy, he died in uh, 2020. Um, after a tragic fall at his home, so he went too early. Um, but this guy is what was the curator emeritus of the Invert Department at the American Hip Museum of History. So basically, it means he's a veteran curator. He also described over eighteen hundred species of spider, which puts him as the second uh, most prolific taxonomist after um, Eugene Simon. Um, and this guy is Norman Platnick. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Shamefully not. Oh. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm so new, new school, it's unbelievable. Imagine a granddad, in, like a really nice granddad in your brain. Do you mind me just hanging on for a second there while Leah just berates me for my age? <laughs> I'm talking about my guy, uh, Norm. You carry on. You carry, carry on, Fiona. Yeah. I feel, I'm, I feel shamefully shallow. <laughs> You're about because to feel sure. worse. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Norman Platnick um, not only was a prolific arachnologist with incredible amounts of knowledge, um, but he was also, by his friends, described as generous, caring, loving, excellent listener, blah, 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 blah. So he just sounds like an all-around great guy. So I'm invite, inviting him to my dinner because... Obviously, I want to talk to him about spiders and how he got into taxonomy so, so much. How he became the creator of the the American Museum of History, which is fucking nuts. He was the dude for inverts. This guy was just the boy. Um, and I just, he's, I, I look at pictures of him and I'm like, I want to cuddle you. I want to bring you cups of tea. But I can't. Oh, desserts. <laughs> An array. He desserts. looks like he would have done a cracking barbecue. You know? Incredibly knowledgeable person on spiders and I, such. I think what's happening is I think I'm going to enjoy all the dinner parties for all different reasons. Mm. Mm. Leodore. Well, I feel like you came up with like a really cool edgy educational answer there. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going with like Instagrammers and YouTubers. Yeah, but if that's who you want at your dinner, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with yeah. your dinner. My next guest who I'm inviting is Amy from Pet Rock and Roll. And the reason being is even though we don't know each other very well, which is will probably be a common thing <laughs> in my guests, <laughs> is that whenever I see her, 
like on her videos on the Saturday um, night lives that she used to do and even at the Warwick um, show she just seems like such a happy person like always a ray of sunshine and like a smile that will just light up the room and make you feel better no matter how like crap your day's been and I feel like her energy at my dinner party will just make it so much better and plus she has so much passion for what she does Mm. I definitely would like Amy there she would bring a lot of joy and fun I think to my dinner party nice Amy to me is like one of those when I think about the UK tarantula scene she's like one of the people I think of as like a yeah it I hate the word influencer but like as a top dog in the UK I think of Amy do you know what I think find I find really interesting as well is how different people's paths are like my I I the people that you're referencing like I've never spoken to Amy Amy pet pet rock and roll isn't it never mm-hmm. chatted her never messaged her never I don't even think I follow her I've never really come across her if you know what I mean and it's like the same with Petco I never watched really anything of Petco's mm. and it's weird how like when you think about how really ultimately how small the tarantula community is like I've a path I've gone down is people that are like that you cherish that I've never really come across and it's amazing mm. that you can be part of the same community but and just uh, somehow not come across other people that yeah. people that you really like are passionate about it's yeah it's interesting mm. yeah it's nice I'm, I'm in really enjoying hearing your reasons why people are <laughs> mm. yeah just, they're nice and I just, they're nice I to like me yeah because they talk to me they're not mean mm. to me <laughs> they're not Leo or Fiona yeah Rich um, who's your so, third my next, my third, my next, my third, my next third. I only have one third, to be honest. Who was your yeah. second? Oh, yeah. fucking. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the one with that memory. Um, my third is Taryn Sheila. Oh. Simply because, again, she just seems so lovely. She's got some amazing like, little petlets. And she just seems such like an amazingly lovely person. Mm. I just think she'd be so, of all the reasons I think that you'd want to have somebody nice at a dinner party, she'd be good conversation, good company, incredibly friendly, and just just really nice to spend time with. Yeah. Again, someone that's kind of like, I chat to kind of, you know, message sort of once a week sort of thing, say hello, or, you know, or just we'll just do that thing where you don't speak for a month, and then we'll just yeah. message about something stupid for, for like a couple of messages but she's just always there when you're all thinking about tarantulas because she's she's just um such a lovely part of the mini community I'm in I think so definitely mm. tarantula what's funny though is I don't associate her with tarantulas at all I know what you mean I, I, I yeah good try I didn't mean to interrupt you did I did I did, I did <laughs> I didn't mean to but no I know what you mean now I've got I've like oh it's fully taken over now um because she's got like She's got her little um, snake. She's got her like, and she's got Oogie Boogie, and she's got, is it Oogie Boogie? Her little um, um, scorpion, and she's got her um, vinegaroon, and um, well, I think my vinegaroon might have sadly just passed recently. Um, and she's got her um, gizmo, the um, 
bearded dragon and it's just like her pets just seem so loved it's unbelievable she is so when i think of tarantula i think of gizmo yeah um i think of her beard i think of all the lovely selfies she puts up where mm. she's taking because when you said tarantula i thought oh sick so now i can bring mara to the dinner because gizmo's coming i know he's coming mm. so i'm bringing mara but you're right yeah because i think yeah you're right she's tarantula i'm so thinking about tarantulas but then yeah, when I think about the pets of hers that I'm most acquainted with, it's not really the, the tarantulas. No, Gizmo for the win. I guess it's because Gizmo is more sociable than perhaps having a tarantula out. Oh, definitely. And also, because Mara slept for so long, I literally would look at her pictures and also Helena is from Beardy Blaze because they've both got boys and they were wide awake. And I was just like, I'm so jealous. I wish it was me. <laughs> Yeah. Who's Good. your third? My third is another belter, and I'll hear no bad words, is Steve Irwin, the boy. <gasps> oh. I yeah. wish I thought of him. Who, of course, passed away in 2006. Another tragic accident. Um, But, I mean, I... <laughs> I put under his name, so I made some notes, obviously. I put the words obvious reasons, but I'll go into it, mm -hmm. obviously. No easy, just like a cracker of a human. Mm. Mm -hmm. Conservation work, care of animals, genuine, genuine passion. Like, I know a couple of keepers in the hobby, a very, very few, who actually own zoos, and their zoos are shit. Obviously, we've got Phil Barber and his care of his animals. He works at a, a conservation park slash zoo, and his is sick. We're not talking about him here. We're talking. I don't want to name anyone because we're keeping this light. And I. But we know who you mean. <laughs> yes. We know who you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his were amazing. They were spot on, and the enclosures were fantastic. And he was so passionate about teaching people about animals, and he passed it on to his kids. And now Bindi, what's his son Steve? They both have taken fully taken on the reins. And now Bindi's got a child, I think a daughter, and I think she's involved in all the animals, and it's just so beautiful. I miss is it. Is it Robert the son? Robert. I want to say Robert. Oh, yes, it's Steve. His son's not called Steve. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I think he, it's Robert, yeah. Robert Irwin, because he does mm. photography now, doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who did that, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I'm sure I was looking at his website the other day, Robert Irwin Photography or something like that. He takes incredible photos, but again, they're involved in conservation and, um, you know, education, but they do it in just the right way. So mm. Steve Irwin's coming back. Fair show to you, that one. Yeah. That's, a, that's a corker. Mm. Honestly, can you imagine sitting down to dinner with him? I would just be like a oh. dream. Who's yours, Leah? Okay. My third is Phil. <laughs> 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 and well because of the reasons that Fiona said is we love Phil and there's a reason he was my chosen keeper of the week um, I just I can't express like every time he sees a message from me on Instagram he's probably thinking Fucks. because <laughs> like <laughs> I <Yeah>. am always <laughs> I'm always in his DMs asking stupid questions and questions that I know I've already asked him, but I forgot the answer. Mm. And he just like, I can't, I just can't not have a dinner party and have Phil because I think he's an amazing person anyway. And he's like so friendly. He was so friendly 
Like, can we just point out that he wears like Hawaiian shirts when he leaves the yeah. house? So his bravery. He, he... <laughs> I love his shirts. I can spot him a mile off at any show. Mm. When like I saw him at Warwick, I saw like from behind, and I thought, is that is that Phil? Because I want to say hi. And as soon as he turned around, and I saw the hair and the beard, it's like, yeah, that's fucking Phil. That's Phil. <laughs> that's Phil. Is. Holding giant beetles and bags of other things. I thought, yeah, that's Phil. <laughs> Phil gives me British Steve Irwin vibes, but like, oh yeah, no, what a compliment! That's amazing. You know, someone mm. who just like is so passionate, but like in the most—I don't want to say adorable because he's—he's not adorable, but you heartwarming, passionate, yes. endearing. Endearing. endearing, yeah, yeah. in the most endearing way. It's just, yeah, mm, we love Phil. we love you, Phil. You are coming to my Mackies and brownie. To we the party. love Phil. <laughs> Rich, who is your I'll fourth? You. My my fourth is um Ad, Ad's arachnid. Um because he was again instrumental in me getting into YouTubers, watching YouTubers, just mm -hmm. watching his watching his videos, watching his content. And what I like about him, well, so there's a couple of things I like about him. Firstly, he'd be the only man that could be there that would make me look better looking. Um <laughs> Oh my god, I can kill myself. Secondly, um he I could just chat to him about um photography tips as well, which is brilliant. Um but I love the fact that he's like um I just I just love I love how he's like always seem like when he's doing a video, he always seems like on the verge of being stroppy. It's just so brilliantly fantastic. And I just think you could have a really good moan all night with him. You could have a sort of, I could sit and have a good moan about everything that's just wrong with everything. So I just think he'd be a good, you know, just a, a sort of, you know, I'd have to sit next to him, you know, himself look better, obviously. But um, he's just, I just think he'd be a good moan. He'd just be like, do, he knows a shit ton about photography and I would just, I need all the help I can get with that. Um, and I just think, yeah, he's, he'd, he'd just be, he'd be a joy to have for just like, for being a curmudgeon, you know, and I don't think he'd mind. He's like, he's, I just think, I don't think he'd mind if he said that. I think he, if, if you pointed out words that describe his personality and curmudgeon was on there, how can you point out curmudgeon? He's never going to speak to me again. Um, he knows nice. you're coming from a place of love. Yeah, he knows that. Having said all that, I'm just going to now say, well, it was, it was a joy knowing him while he was still speaking to me. <laughs> but I just think, yeah, I, I just think he'd just add a, a really, fun interesting kind of like um just you know balance of just niceness but just about to like you'd say the wrong thing or you bring up a subject and then you'd have a brilliant moan about something i just yeah he's, he's gotta be on there he's gotta be on there as well he also makes cracking food like he could be the chef oh, that's oh yes yeah. then that's true free labor you've come to our dinner party now make it and he can rap <laughs> oh yeah he could do us a good cover version of i think it was no owl my fourth one is the most prolific taxonomist of all time oh little burp there <laughs> huh? a little burp Hmm. Um, who died in 1857 so we gotta rip this guy from his eternal sleep this is Eugene Simon Woo! Mm. okay he 
Uh, whilst alive, he identified 4,650 species of spider, of which 3,790 are still valid today. That's you realise I'm going to be massively intimidated by your guests and not be able to speak to them. I'm going to talk to my guests. <laughs> that's not a feature. Listen, that's on you, Hen. Yeah. He's going to be speaking French, so I can't speak to him. Ah, okay, brilliant. I won't feel but he'll just be there. And what he's saying. I'll just be staring at him all yeah. weird, like, oh my God. Um, no, actually, what happens when you come back from the dead, you get an enhanced skill that means you can speak any language. And they would be benevolent with me and they would speak my language because all um, white British people um, expect you to speak English. Yeah. Yes. Eugene Simon, I want to talk to him about how he identified so many in his life because he died in 1857 so it's not like man just hopped on a plane you know that is wild it is so you know fantastic choice i'm yeah. literally i've just i've literally just wallowed in your um awe there why because you oh. were just you were so like expressively kind of like reverential about him i could feel it i was like there was like a, mm. a warmth coming off you that was of what you were talking about him then i hope he's listening oh i'm sure he is that's my guest, yeah, just the boy. Like, I just want to talk to him about how he did so much in his lifetime. Your guests are literally, um, your guests are the foundation of why we're all here. Uh, they are. Wait until you hear the, the uh, last one. It's a cracker. My next guest, my fourth guest who I'm bringing to my dinner party, is Lucinda, who is known as Tarantula Lady on Instagram. And even though she has been quite inactive for a while, I think that her last post was January of 2022. But the reason why she is my guest is because she is one of the first people who I ever spoke to when I first created my Instagram account. And when I tell you she is the most genuine, sweetest person, like, ever she's just you know when you just you just want to grab her you just want to like hug her and just not let go and she will do it back she will not let go of you either mm -hmm. and she just she is a, she is a dream to talk to she's just so sweet really genuine person and she genuinely loves her spiders mm -hmm. she is 100% invited and like just so many conversations we had at the start when Neve Robbers like sort of we still didn't quite know what we were doing. We'd ask each other questions, we'd help each other out. I just I have a lot of love for Lucinda. Okay, so that's somebody I've just never I don't I've never heard of them. I know her. I, I again, but again she hasn't posted since twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm. And we've we've sort of fell out of touch, but I, I have a lot of love for her still. Yeah, we sp we spoke quite a bit in 2021, and then yeah, obviously like life took over, and she yeah she hasn't posted in a while, but yeah, just you know, just one of those people that you feel like they'd be an amazing listener. Yes, you're such a good. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Again, um, this is fantastic because it's like I was so worried that some of our guests might cross over. 
well, Fiona's guests are going to have to because obviously they're on the other side. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> um, but I, I, don't, I can't believe how varied our guests are. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. I thought, I didn't think my dead ones would overlap. I thought one of them might have. Mr. Irwin. Yeah. Um, my last guest is, well, I just genuinely couldn't have a fantasy dinner party without this person being there simply because she is phenomenally loveliness just phenomenal loveliness phenomenally loveliness it's christina dd the jumping spoons mom oh yeah how, how could you <laughs> not how she was always went, on my list <laughs> yeah she's yeah this has to happen doesn't it just you know yeah what again i think because i think as more than anyone else because everyone I've invited, uh, and everyone, everyone's invited, has been lovely. And it was so difficult narrowing down just to five. But it's just dawned on me that at the end of the night, if there were two people still sat, in a, sat at the table while everyone else was clearing up around them chatting, I'd, have a, I'd be still there nattering with Christina. Yeah, she's and I think that I think, yeah, that, that's, it's just dawned on me. That's probably what I think would happen. Mm. Yeah. I love that she takes her time to voice note me. It makes me feel special. Yes, it is nice, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I agree. Although now I know she does it to you as well. It doesn't make, it makes me feel slightly less special. Well, the, po the poor girl's got like a hundred thousand followers. She can't be typing away to a hundred thousand people, but if she's got like two hundred and fifty baby spiders to look after. She's got she's got literally like she yeah. I, mean, I moan about having no time. She's got no time. Yeah. I don't know how she has time to make time for what she's got to make time for. I don't think she I just don't know how she does it. Well, hopefully she can make time for your dinner party, Rich. Excellent she, choice. The thing is, she would. She would find yeah, time. She would, she yeah. would. <laughs> My last guest rang me uh, just before the party was about to start. He said, can I bring my son? And I said, yeah, mate, don't we? We can get you an extra chair. So I've actually got six guests come in. Um, and you're just going to have to all cry about it. <laughs> Sometimes it's just the way it is, yeah. My fifth and sixth um, guests are father and son. So the first is Carl Ludwig Koch, who died in 1857. And his son, Ludwig Carl Christian Koch, who died in 1908. Um, Carl Koch and his son identified thousands of spiders, but some of them are extremely notable in the hobby now for example Carl Koch um identified the Phidippus regius <gasps> the Acanthoscuria geniculata and the American house common house spider to name but a few his son then Ludwig Koch identified some well quite a few Dolomedes Euthalus Truculentus a metric fuck ton of Lycosa which are the wolf spiders, and he also identified a few tegenarias, um, which we get in this country. Uh, well, they're worldwide. So they are father-son duo, and I can't help it if he brought his son That's without, enough, yeah. you know? Um, Did he in the same year as Eugene Simon? No, Eugene Simon was 1924. Who died in 1857 then? Karl Koch. No, because you said somebody previously died in 1857. Did you get your facts straight? I thought you did as well. Yeah, you definitely... Fuck did. you guys. Your guess was shit anyway. <laughs> Fuck it out. Sorry, Fuck I would like to... Out. I, 
I can. You're talking to me. Yeah. I would like to make an amendment. I'm just so sorry if I got the dates, um, death dates wrong. Start that little bit of introduction again. We'll just edit it straight so you didn't get it wrong. What <laughs> <laughs> this goes to show is how much we listen to you when you speak. How um, much we pay attention. I don't, clearly. <laughs> yeah. So, right. These are my choices. Again, two arachnologists, very famous ones. Um frequently confused for each other so um when you get carl so the dad it'll be c l koch and then when you get the son it's l koch they're german i think at least we've got they can talk to um phil as well no because they come from the other side with the, the thing the english thing what the german but phil's german but I mean, they can speak to me too. But I mean, my guests can only speak to me. So your guests are going to be <laughs> crowded around you on a small table. Yeah, basically. And then you guys can just like eat in the kitchen or something. So Leah and I can just chat up with, okay. with a tray on our table watching television. I don't have any trays in my house, so you just have to eat off your lap. I don't know if you'd actually be able to hold a seance in my house because I sage it every month. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, oh, I appear to be the negative spirit in my house. Oh. <laughs> Don't you fucking start, because I know you will. Right, Leah, who's your last guest? My last guest. I think there's been a bit of a theme around my dinner table of consisting of people that I just love to the bone. And Sorry, you Chris... love the bone? No. Oh. To the bone. My guest is the amazing Christine, who is Spider Mum nineteen seventy eight. Oh, I think I we could all agree she is just fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, okay, just... we can definitely agree that I don't think I've ever spoken to her again. What I remember of Christine that stands out to me is not necessarily her animals, but it's how much she loves her daughters. Oh yeah. I remember she said once on a live that we did together, um, she said that she feels like she was put on this earth to have her daughters. Oh. And I swear to God, it was like the sweetest thing I've ever heard anyone say. That is precious. It is. It really is. Um, It's not even just about how much she loves her animals, and there is no doubt on this earth. She adores all of her animals. But she just, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's such a people person. Like, she would do anything for anyone. Nothing is ever too much trouble. Like, we haven't spoken in a little while. But if I messaged Christine and was like, I'm having a bad day, you know she'd be straight away, like, just trying to cheer me up, trying to make things okay, talking to me, listening She's just, I, I can't, how do I put into words? She's like a mama bear. She is a mum. She really is. Just, just fantastic, fantastic person. She just, every, how do I put it? Sort of, she is filled with humanity. Would that be a good word? Humility. You mean those, um, like sea cows, those strange, weird... Things that are like like massive seals. 
No, that's a manatee. Do you mean like she's just filled with like empathy, like love for other people? Yes, yes, exactly so you, that. You could say that she's sort of full of humanity, then maybe. That's yeah, that's what I meant. But you guys were no help at all. <laughs> what the fuck? I just explained the word you were thinking of. Fuck this. I fuck just, you guys. I just fucking joined in because I was feeling left out. I was having been a cop for five minutes. <laughs> I must have been the in longest, longest you've ever gone. So, Christine at my dinner party will love everyone and she will probably like start getting up and helping clearing the dishes and everything afterwards without even anyone saying anything. Like, Christine, you are my guest, sit down. And she'll be yes. like, no, 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 yeah. no, I need to help. <laughs> Stop cleaning the dishes. <laughs> yeah. She's fantastic. I love her. Amazing person. Love it. Oh, nice. Again, I, I just love how there's just. Like, I don't think any of the guests that, apart from Phil, are anybody I've ever really spoken to, which is brilliant. Get to whole, get to know a whole new load of people. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I want to give a special mention to my seventh guest. <laughs> oh, stop it. May I just say how nice it was of Leah to introduce us on the introduction? Do you notice? You're right. I didn't because I was too busy telling you the reason that I want to die. That's fair. I also mm. don't feel the need to say hi. I fucking demand my attention. <laughs> no fucking shit. <coughs> I might just apologise because I'm still not quite fully recovered. It was fine. It's just every time I talk, someone coughs. This is why I'm having my dinner party alone. That's not much. With, uh, that's, that's a normal night of the week for me. <laughs> but we're talking about me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, now that we have explained all of our... I'm sorry. Oh, gosh, okay. Okay. So, with that ends all of our dinner parties and guest lists. Fantastic, fantastic choices from all of us except Rich. Although, no shade to those guests, though. We just don't like Rich. <laughs> go on, go on, say how mean it was. Or what? did you just say it to me when I'm mean? Next. Do you know what? You so in my head, do you know what? I, I haven't even had a chance. You haven't even allowed me to speak. How can I defend you if you won't let me speak? Wasn't that a... Go on. What I was going to say is I would be busy on the night. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, stop being mean to Rick. Okay, you're right. Stop so... fucking coughing over me. Oh, it's like you had COVID or something. Now we move on to question of the week. While well, my guests, it works better. Okay, yeah, we're meant to like your little. Now, now we move on to question. Shut up! Now, so sorry. Do not. Now we move on. When are we I'm doing... really sorry. I'm really sorry. Right, stop, stop. When are we doing question of the week? By the way. She's kind of a stroke. Right, Leah, go. Do it, do it. We are explorers. So just like some of the guests at Fiona's dinner party, we are out here discovering tarantulas. So this question to my hosts and to myself was, we discover a tarantula, a new one. No one's ever seen it before. And we are going to describe it. Okay. And this, this is a... This is what were our results. So, 
I think, how about I start instead of my hosts let them finish eating secretly? <laughs> this donut is really good. Fair. My tarantula discovery. So, I thought about it and I had Adam's help as well. Um, nice. I'm going to start with the name. Now, I have done this so well that I can't even pronounce the fucking name that I have made up. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good one. That's how you know it's a good one, in true tarantula form. So, it is a tarantula. It's not a true spider. It is called the Doranoceus ergophyon. Ooh. Ooh. It is the cave dweller tarantula. That's the common name. <clears throat> Let me give you some, some details. So, what it looks like. It is a black body, mainly, with jagged stripes and speckles of oranges, greys, and whites. I don't mean zebra stripes. I mean, you know, if you have a bit of a dry paintbrush, but with a little bit of pigment and you dap yeah. it onto a paper, that sort of speckly, you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. The well. reason being why it looks like this, so black, oranges, greys, whites, is because it lives or can be found deep in Welsh mountain caves. Yeah. So, so there's a very little light, and it is arboreal. So it hangs on the walls of these caves. So you know when, like, you see sort of fermented water and like stone, the way it reacts with yeah. water on cave walls, and they're all that those different colours. Mm -hmm. It blends in perfectly. Wow! So you'll never see the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a, it was magic that I discovered it deep in these Welsh caves. That's insane. Mm. The lifespan, females can live up to 45 years. Wow. Mm. Which Old is a long, one. long life. Mm. Males, about 20. They do live a while. Because That's they're a so... long time for a male. Because yeah. these caves mm. are so vast, I thought it was necessary for them to live a little bit longer to find each other. So, so that is uh, name, what it looks like, arboreal, lifespan, leg span, for males, about 13 inches. Females, What's sorry? What's that in old money? That's nearly 30 centimetres. 80 centimetres, mm. Nearly. Females, up to about 18. The biggest I saw was 18.5 inches. <sighs> she was huge. And the reason why, as you can imagine, deep in these Welsh caves, what are they going to eat? They are going to eat bats. <gasps> Bat-eating mm -hmm. spider, not bird-eating. Bat-eating spiders. And what other little creepy crawlies are deep in these caves that we are yet to discover? But that is why it's so big, because it has to take down these huge um, prey items. Mm-hmm. It is a medium build, so it's it's not chunk, but it's also not as skinny as a pokey. Somewhere in between, because if it is going to take down these bats, it has to have a decent size on it. Mm. It has no eyes at all. Oh, because 
in these deep dark caves they evolve I think it's not really necessary they don't need them okay so it has no eyes because deep down in these caves it was unnecessary so evolution wiped that off didn't need it they communicate through clicking sort of similar to whales is that what the click would sound like yes but slightly slower yeah more like how are you making that sound that was so cool well you know you get the idea so the point is when sort of like when tarantulas do now the way they drum they will do it through clicking so a male click and make a sound the females will hear it and they will find each other can I ask a question? Yes. Do they stridulate this click or do they make the noise with their mouth? They st- stridulate. Is that what you said? They use their body to make mm-hmm. the clicks. Oh. So I, can you imagine being in a cave and just hearing like... Yes. I like that, to be honest. But it'll be, it'll be a deeper click. Like a... I don't know, not so high-pitched. It'll be weird. It'll be very eerie hearing these clicks i can't wait for someone to poach this illegally and bring it into the hobby oh, <laughs> a 18 inch huge tarantula with no eyes that clicks and just to add a little bit extra this is my last note i have on them now um, <clears throat> they have very very long hairs so this arboreal um <laughs> is sort of like a curly hair so very long hairs so it is extremely sensitive to its prey. So when they feel the heat... Hmm? Does it make webs? Yes. That is kind of natural. They, they'll make, not like heavy webbers, but they'll tend to stay in the same spot unless they're trying to find a mate. And they'll sort of web their little area. Mm. But the hairs are mostly sensitive to the air so they can find their prey. They will also eat mice and rats and things on the floor. But because their primary diet is bats, they will feel the pulses in the air when a bat is flying near them. And they will go, grab it, got it. It'll wait till the bat comes near the wall, grabs it. Nice. That's the end. So that is my The the Cave Dweller Tarantula Dorinosius Ogophion. Because... Uh, I think we googled what was Welsh for cave and it was something to do with like ogrefi or ogrefin or something like that. It was a weird word so I kind of changed it and then Dorionosis is for my last name. Well ah. done. You thought about that. So sorry that was quite long but I, I put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> nice. So mm-hmm. who would like to go first or next? Um, I, I went out looking and couldn't find one. Uh, (laughs) my one is a heavy body terrestrial so i was walking through um is dartmoor a moor yes dartmoor is fucking massive right but it's a county i want to talk about the moor or is dartmoor (laughs) (laughs) right fuck off everyone right so as um as you do i was wandering across the moors one day Dartmoor. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, dark more than more. Yes. Um, and I was going through the brush and I came across this absolutely insane heavy body terrestrial tarantula. Um, and I wouldn't have noticed it had the brush not have parted. Um, I don't have a name for it. I've sent it to my friend to be identified. You sent um, it to the spinner. I have. I've sent it to <laughs> Hannah's to be identified. Um, it was. It was fucking huge. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was dark green, like um, moss green. Mm. And along its carapace and down the sides of its legs. What are you laughing at? I'm telling a story. I know, but I didn't mean you to look at me. But um... You're sat next to me, you cunt. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And down the carapace and down its leg, it had these stripes of lighter green that matched the brush of the grass. Um, with you. And so it just blended with the grass. It was insane. It had, but, right, so it was different. It had this big, velvety, lovely carapace. But its abdomen was like a pamphibeta. So it was like a ball rather than an, a round balloon kind of shape. And it was huge. Um, and so I poached it from the wild, killed it, and sent it to my friend for identification. So I think you could do. Yeah, it is the only thing. I observed this tarantula for some time. Um, a couple of days, in fact. I lived on the, the moor. <laughs> the dart moor. <laughs> I, it just so happened, by chance, that I had a, ta- a full camping set up upon my person. <laughs> for, for emergencies, always. <laughs> for emergencies. I could see my car in the car park, but... Oh, it's hand- that's really hard. I could sound my tent. <laughs> What's happening? I'm so it's sorry. taken a turn, hasn't it? <laughs> okay. So I was observing the tarantula when I found it. It went down into what looked like a fox run, uh, but it was too small. So it was definitely like tarantula sized. So I think this is an opportunistic like that's where they go to feel safe mm-hmm. um, and when there are predators around but it blended completely with grass just incredible green colours fantastic Amazing. what's it okay so you sent it off so you've not got a name for it yet yeah I can imagine if it is the first and only tarantula in the UK that it will probably be protected in some manner so what does your tarantula eat Fiona my tarantula eats um, small mice, like dormice and mm-hmm. field mice, um, because it's got such a large abdomen, it needs big meals to fill it up. Okay, what was the leg span? How big are we talking? This looked like a mature female to me, like she was big. Um, so I'm going to say like 60 centimetres long. 60 centimeters wow. half a, over half a meter <laughs> and if and you, and you were saying it fitted down a hole smaller than a fox <laughs> it's shaped 60 60 centimeters <laughs> it's a fucking dog love <laughs> <laughs> so i observed it doing something quite special when it needed to go down its burrow. <laughs> what did it do? Retract its legs. 
I can tell it's like a tripod. Like a, like a, like a so <laughs> it took the first time the legs and they folded up. And then ooh, down came the top part. <laughs> I'm actually going to be like a foldable chair. It was going so well. <laughs> I was there with you. So basically, it's something that fucking Kenneth Branagh made in Wild Wild West or something, is it? Look, don't you diss Mother Nature? So she folded half her legs up. Ooh, that's hydraulics. Ooh. And then she walked into the burrow like this. But the amazing thing is, right, the reason they do this, the reason they evolved this way was because um, if... Uh, um, <laughs> If a predator comes, they can't drag them out of their burrow because they re-extend their legs. <laughs> and they can't fit through the doorway. It's <laughs> amazing. That's just genuinely amazing. It's Incredible. amazing that you've come up with all that and you're stone cold sober and straight. That's fucking madness. <laughs> I think I've actually pissed myself. Brilliant. <laughs> when, when this gets identified uh, into whatever genus... Uh, that it gets identified into. Mm. Uh, this species will be the uh, Sherilyn Sarkissian. Cher? Yeah. Queen of my life. I love Cher mm. so much. I love Cher so much that it made me actually watch I'll the Mamma Mia I films. Cher Lloyd. <laughs> Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm? Hold on, hold on. No, I want to know. <laughs> When you're camping outside this tarantula's burrow and you see it fold itself in, right, that is 60 centimetres big. How the fuck did you kill it <laughs> to send it off? <laughs> what did you do to a 60 centimetre dog? I can fully fucking beat myself. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> you just like walking in the tent and like suffocate. Well, luckily enough, so, so you won't a, believe this. This is a really good point that Leah's making there because how high was it off the ground? There's going to be a foot off the ground. We need to. We need to know. If you don't know. <laughs> You've basically just shush. Is, You've seen the thing, yeah? It's that, isn't it? Listen, this is a work of nature. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> you know this more? Is there anywhere near Sellafield or one of those nuclear power plants? Who the fuck knows, man? Um, <laughs> you will not believe the coincidence at hand. <laughs> I happen to have... <laughs> Your don't tell me you were driving you were just about to drive home you were reversing and heard a thump no no she always a... carries a pickaxe with her wherever she... <laughs> <laughs> emergency in right the... so despite being very against guns and hunting i happened to have an air rifle <laughs> <by my bed. laughs> Dear listeners, if you're ever walking through the Dartmoor Moor and you see Fiona heading in your direction, fucking run. 
Because the likelihood that she's an air rifle. the tent about 10 foot away from a BMW. <laughs> right, no, listen, listen. What happened? What I need to do is just because I'm old, old money. So that's two foot long. This, this is literally two foot. I'm not Mother Nature. I'm not responsible for its length. This is terrifying. How's it gone undiscovered? Oh, I don't know. But what happened is I got my air rifle. And I also happen to have a dog cage. <laughs> okay. So, so I set the dog cage up. <laughs> and I... <laughs> What's that? Wait, did you kill it? No! It didn't did die. Have... It didn't die. It didn't kill it. What did you do with right, okay. I... <laughs> so... I set up the dog crate in front of his burrow and I shot at the I just I just I'm fucking gone I can't I shot at the ground like okay. I was in the wild west and so I shot at the ground like I was in the wild west like a cowboy and it ran in, into the, the, the dog basket <clears throat> oh, that was hard to get out. Then what I did is I returned to my car, which was ten foot away. <laughs> Rich, we need your answer before this just gets even more out. <coughs> no, genuinely, I did go out and have a look, but I couldn't find one. I thought you that said is... there was that UK native tarantula. There is, yeah. There's, there's two now. One of them's the size of a dog. <laughs> I can just what all I had in my head when you were describing that was a fucking great big tarantula coming out of this hole in the ground, fag in one hand. Kind of in the other. What the fuck are you shooting at, love? That's literally all I can imagine. Honestly, it won't have none of it. Oh my god, I've literally got tears in my eyes. Okay. Since Rich is copying out of answering. No, honestly, question. I did look. I did go out and have a look, but I, I genuinely couldn't find one. Okay. I thought I found one, but it was a sheep. <laughs> what, okay. what you then saw was my tarantula taking it down. <laughs> so, on that bombshell, <laughs> we I think this podcast has gone on long enough this episode. So, it'll be back to normal with our Keeper of the Week and our moaning <laughs> next time. We hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you to my hosts, Fiona. Hi. Oh, wait. Goodbye. Hi. <laughs> and Rich. Hi. Excellent. <clears throat> and thank you, listeners, for joining. We really do hope you enjoyed, and we will see you again next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. How are, you, how are you literally the whitest person I've ever met? <laughs>